Hi, I'm Amy Tian Yi Zhao, a Chinese living in America, and I'm Meg, an American who married into a Chinese family. We're the host of the Spark, a podcast that explores what it means to traverse between cultures, interrupt barriers, and create connections. 大家好，我们是火花电台，一档致力于打破文化边界，偶尔以中英双语录制的播客节目。欢迎你和我们一起用对话启迪思想。How are you? I'm good. How are you? Welcome to 2024. Yes, thank you. I've been good. This year, the New Year's Eve was really quiet. I was at home. Very different from last year.、Um, And I was home the entire holiday season. I feel like I, you know, it was very peaceful. And I feel a part of me is still processing about the fact that we are already in the year of 2024. You look amazing, by the way. You look glowing. I、oh, love your eyebrows. Thank you. I actually need to get them done, so that is a huge compliment. And I have party on the top and full workout gear on the bottom. You just can't see it. So, winning. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> good, good way to start the year.、Uh, I love working remotely. I think that is so. I, I still I can't believe. Like I don't know how you managed it, but but good good for you. I mean if. Only people who are listening to this thing can see what you're like. I feel like you you mastered the art of zooming.、Oh、I appreciate that. That's such a compliment because most days I do not feel like I've mastered the art when it comes to. I mean, I've been working from home for well since 2018, since I、oh, met、wow. you. Yeah, before the pandemic. Oh yeah, yeah, two years before,、oh、and. Yeah, so it's it's been a while. I mean, how many years is that? That's like five, five years. No, six, more than five. Six、like、years, six years. years. Yeah, something like that. I'm too tired to do math at the end of the day today.、Um, but I feel you. Yeah, so it's good, but it's I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself to have a routine, to have、mm-hmm. like all these different things that you think you're supposed to have, but. I think the biggest thing I've learned is just like do what you need to do for that day and that day only, and every single day is going to look differently. And I think that it's interesting. That's kind of funny that we just kind of started here because I've been、yeah. thinking about that a lot, like in terms overall. Yeah, when it comes to approaching this new year, is just taking one day at a time、mm-hmm. and not putting pressure on myself. To make every day look exactly the same when it comes、yeah. to like routine and structure, I have a tendency to be super rigid, and I feel like there might be some people out there that can identify with that. And oftentimes, I mean, that makes me feel really good because oftentimes I feel really like alone in that, but not alone because、yeah. you see like all these people on social media, like, oh, here's here's my day, and here's what I yeah, and. Honestly, it makes it worse, and yeah, yeah. So I'm just letting go of that. I think this year, trying to. So far, it is. It's been a. I don't know. I'm working on it. I wouldn't say、it's、we're、working. there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely But, working. And you know, guess what? Surprise, surprise! We are back. Right we when you think that we、back. are quitting. We've been、we're、away for a、quitting. little bit. We're never quitting. We are. I think you should know now. <laughs> no, we're sporadic podcasters. If you、yes. might not have known, like there's 
that's just how it is. That's how that's it just is. How it is when you have a job. Well, yeah, I make it for... sound like I'm, I'm the president of America, but like, you, you know, might as well be live. <laughs> um, I think at this point we, we, we are, it's, it's almost feels like I have to start my new year with this conversation always yeah it's so important it's a part of our lives already and we update the program sporadically but you know surprisingly enough it's been four years now and we are still doing it which means that it definitely means something to to us and i hope that whoever is still there listening and to the surprisingly growing amount of people um sell you joe thank you so much (laughs) still there there's way more people than way more people than listening to spark i mean over a thousand really like Oh my I don't goodness. think I don't think even still there is has a place in this conversation because it's like people have come from all over the place to tune yeah. in. And I think that is such a highlight of the last year. Like when we hit that thousand mark, I mean, right? All you really need, like one thing I learned in um school in my undergrad yeah. is I had a professor that said all you need is a thousand true fans. That's Ooh. all you need. It's like a thousand true fans. And I don't really see, like, I don't want to make it like, oh, like here's our fans of the spark podcast, because to me, that's such a sterile, like, like a transactional kind of relationship here, like in this space, like with me, you and our listeners, I feel like it's so much more beyond that. Like, yeah, we're creating like an actual community that I don't think has existed before. And I think that's why it's resonating. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited about that. I mean, I yeah. can, I mean, I don't know when we started this, what is it <laughs> literally it's five, four years ago. Is it, it'll be four, it'll be five yeah. this October. I always get yeah. that like mixed up in my mind, but no, me too. I mean, it also depends, right? Cause it's still very far away from the actual date. It's a latter part of the year. So yeah. how do you really count? Do you count the entire year or do you really count the month? I mean, there are so many ways to count it, but yeah. five years, half a decade. I know that's crazy. And when yeah. we started, like, could you imagine that a thousand people would want mm-hmm. to tune into this? Like that's a you lot. Know- <laughs> It was so funny when we started it, I thought that we were going to have like a million by that time, by this time. But then immediately once we started it, I'm like, okay, maybe like a hundred. <laughs> yeah. And then as we go went down, I was like, okay, well, I don't care really about the number because you know, this is not a full-time, full-time job. So it really doesn't matter. But at the same time, you're like, okay, but I, I don't want my time to go to waste. I I want to do someone can at least benefit from it. So what is the right number? And then I realized there's no right number. There's only the right mentality. And no matter if it's a thousand, a thousand, five hundred, um, it's, it's always, it's always exceeding our expectations because we didn't have any. Um, so that's the best way of going into any venture. And I think, um, right in the beginning of this new year, we just want to let you know that we, we see you and thank you so much for all the comments. Um, and thank you so much for the 23% of the people who listen from the beginning to the end. And, yes. um, and you know, it's just, it's just amazing. And then in the new year, we will continue documenting our lives and documenting the people who we think are interesting in our lives who are doing either uh just creating connections by breaking and 
disturbing barriers, no matter if it's a cultural barriers, industry barriers, or or beyond. And because um, I think Meg and I, we we text all the time, but we also just there's a quiet period, and then we text like we we immediately like we haven't even left the conversation. I think at that point you should have known. Um, and <laughs> and it just during the last past few months when we haven't been putting out content, we we we. We talked about a lot of potential people that we just found fascinating, and uh, I just want to let you know that a lot of interesting conversations will come up in the new year. Yes. Um, not only if it's about us, or if it's about some people that we found interesting and inspiring. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very excited. Like one thing that I'm really excited to do is, of course, continue in conversation with you. I think the things that the texture of our lives is constantly Mm. changing on your end and on my end. And to be able to come together and constantly like touch base and talk about that and share that with other people. That's how this whole thing started in the first place. And then I'm super excited for the potential guests that we have coming up this year. There's just, there's, there some of a lot of them actually are conversations I've wanted to have for a long time. Yeah. I've just never, I think the spark is pushing us to have these conversations with these people that we've wanted to have conversations with for a long time. In essence, then the spark is the spark. Um, (laughs) but yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to that in your own world on Mm -hmm. in Amy's world what were your highlights of 2023 2023 flew by like that I had a lot of fun in 2023 but I also had some scary moments um that I don't know if I want to keep to myself or, or or want to share it with everyone but in short I realized that one lesson I learned is like it or not, whether I accept it or not, life goes on, life moves on. Um, we get older, things happen, good or bad, we level up. So um, I had a lot of highlights. I went to Japan with my partner and his families. And it was it has been a trip. It was a trip that we have been waiting for to take place for I think two years now. And it was such an orchestrated effort um, for the people who were involved in planning, mainly his parents. I really, really think that was such a hard, such a difficult task to connect with just very far relatives um, from like generations ago. And I was was able to go back to Japan 20 uh, 20 years after my first visit. So basically for me, it was like a first time as well. And I and going with him it was just so special and we it I just really feel like okay being in Asia I feel so comfortable and I feel like I'm at home and all these uh, snacks in the subway from snacks in the subway to a casual meal by the street side I feel so familiar even though it's not China that is a trip that is that is a trip I wanted to talk about like in the upcoming year that I want to make happen make it happen but um, but for just the last year, the Japan trip really was such a highlight in our lives and all the ups and downs during the trip and after the trip. But 
regardless, looking back, it was amazing, amazing two weeks、uh, with his family. And then I had the trip with my mom in Japan for the third week. And by the end of my trip, I felt like I live in Japan.、Uh, I managed to bring my mom. Uh, and my mom managed to meet his family briefly for two days,、uh, and I traveled with my mom in Japan for another whole ten days, and that was just that was so fun. And、um, I, I think I love traveling with my family, and I'm very close with my family. So, but I also realized、uh, a lot of things happen after since the since the trip, and I also realized okay, it's about time for me to grow up. Uh, all these fun, all these funs are great, but I need to move on and to have more fun, bigger fun, fun at higher stakes. But like you know, <laughs> life pushes you forward. And I, I at the end, towards the end of last year, I realized, okay, it's time to to make changes in my life and go move on. What do you mean by that? Grow、mm-hmm. up and make changes. I think like I feel like I have a slight idea, you know, in our、mm-hmm. conversations that we've、yeah. had. Off the record, but on the record for those listening, what do you mean by that exactly? I mean,、um, by that I mean taking responsibilities、mm-hmm. and realizing that I don't want to grow up. I have a Peter Pan syndrome, and but in a way,、I、like that. Yeah, that's an interesting but, term. Yeah.、Um, I think a lot of us do. You you try to escape、yeah. from the realities, and sometimes, especially when you have the means and and the opportunities that you you would. But then, what I realize is, I can try not to grow up, and I have years that I can choose whether, what maybe not, but like in my own term, I do. But then the reality is, people around us,、uh, my parents, will grow old. And one day, and they are growing old, and their one years is probably my my one years probably consuming their two three years. So there are a lot of things that in my lifetime that I want to do. I need to.、Uh, I feel like that it's a it's a good pressure to have, a good reminder to have.、Um, And I think that I need to,、uh, not that I need to, need to, but I think it will be fun for both me and my family to see me、uh, taking more responsibilities as an adult, to assume more independent, and in, and to have my life. Because I think towards the end of my, I went home again towards the end of、uh, October. And I think I had a very serious conversation with my parents, and they had a very serious conversation with me about、um, basically the family situation. Yeah,、um, just lay it all out in front of me. Tell me that was the first time because we experienced、uh, some 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 scare scare. The good thing that it was a scare is not real, but that's very very.、Um, Alarming for me, especially、yeah. as someone who's not living in China. I know that. Oh, okay. Just knowing exactly what is going on with my family, like all the situations, where my parents are, where my parents are at in their life with their dreams, and my family where we are at.、Uh, you know, all of those things.、Uh, my parents explain it to me,、um, and I start having a sense. And、um, for the first time in my life, we had that conversation. So I, I realized okay, and then I got the push, and they're like, okay, now leave, <laughs> because <laughs> I think for a very long time I have this sense in my on the back of my head that okay, I can always go back home, and I can always、uh, go back to them if I 
if there's anything going on. But then I think for them, they they of course they love it, but but a part of them started getting scared that um, as they're getting older, I don't have this, I don't have the ability to to to. They might they might not have the ability to continue supporting me as they get older. So for the first time that they're pushing me to establish my own life, because I always kind of try to refuse to do that because I want to spend more time with them. But they um, this time they're like, just just go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't you know. know. That sounds very confusing, right? No, it kind of it makes sense. And I'm the thing that I'm really thinking about that is a huge difference between you and I and a difference that really um likes to make itself known in my own marriage with my husband is the fact that you're an only child and like yeah. I'm I'm one of four so for you that conversation is like this moment of like oh shit like I'm the adult like, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's like so, in summary. Yes, that's what happened. Yes. And it's like the torch. There's this torch that your yeah, parents yeah, have yeah. held your whole life. And then they're like, OK, this is yours now. And it's yeah. going to be fully yours someday mm -hmm. and only yours. Like yes. for me in my life, like my parents, like I think I'm experiencing the same awareness of like this. I, this, this happening of aging, you know, mm. with me, with my parents, with my grandparents and, um, having that moment where it's like, oh my God, like I am, I'm still their kid, but I'm not the kid anymore. Yeah. But also I share that responsibility with three other people who so are all younger than you, who are all younger than me. So, which in some ways, like I can really relate to like you being the one person that's like, okay, like, oh shit, adult yeah. mode. But at the same time where it's different for you is like always like you don't share that responsibility with anybody mm. else. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I, so it's either none or too much. Yeah, exactly. Which is so interesting, you know? And one yeah. thing one thing that happened for me in 2023 that is along the same lines is, and I, if you follow along on field notes, I wrote about this back in the summer, but my, um, I kind of had a similar, there was a moment where it was like, oh my God, I'm not a kid anymore. And I don't know. Cause when you go home to your parents' house, suddenly you transform into a kid again, Yeah, you know, somehow, some way, like you go out <laughs> into the world, you have your own life and you're like, yeah, like I'm an adult now. Like mm -hmm. I've got all this stuff figured out. Like I'm the best version of myself. I'm not yeah. regressing back into like my old patterns and immature habits. <laughs> the second you walk through your parents' door, you're like, I don't know where she went, but that's not me right now. And like, you just, like, you know, where is my pajama? I don't know. Yeah. Where's my pajamas? Um, can you like, what's for dinner Making tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Like all these things. And, but this summer, my mom called me and she told me she cleaned out my childhood nightstand. Mm. And to me, that was the moment where I was like, I'm, a full-blown adult now like mm -mm. like the strings are cut like my childhood bedroom is not what it what it was like how I mm -hmm. left it like all my stuff got cleared out and like boxed up 
And that to me, I don't know. I mean, I do know why now, but like, it just threw me through a loop. Like, yeah, I don't, it sounds ridiculous to like, no. you know what I mean? And like, I, I was judging, mean. I was judging myself for a long time, but also I was like really pissed. Like I was <laughs> like, no, like you yeah. did not like go find it and put it back. Like, we, yeah. you know what I mean? But it's just that moment. It, it didn't feel like it felt like, it felt like I was being boxed up. Like, yeah, like my younger self, like my childhood, my child self was being boxed up and put in a box with the lid on and stored away. And Mm -hmm. it felt, I don't know. It was just, it was just a really sobering moment. And then I, I worked through it and then she brought my box of stuff from my nightstand to me and I have it now and I figure I'll put it in a new nightstand you know Mm -hmm. next to my adult bed which is Mm -hmm. so weird but it's just it's like that moment where it's like okay we're really doing this right now you know it's so interesting so first of all good for your mom it must be hard for her (laughs) as well Uh, but I guess for her she also has four children so that's a different thing Um, yeah but I think a part of me, my mom is definitely holding on to the past. And I think the the issue is both way. Um, my parents don't want to let me go and I don't want to go. And, mm. uh, and it, most importantly, there's no reason for me to go because I am the kid. So yes. uh, there's only one, there seems like there's always room. But then as I get older, as I need to assume more responsibility in the world, uh, it might be most reasonable to let me go and let me fight because otherwise there will always be one day where they can no longer assist, where that one room is not enough for all the baggages that you're carrying. Mm-hmm. So love that it will still be my childhood room but then i will be bigger and i will have more baggages and that room cannot fit them all so that is why they're like okay it's like pokemon you just go fight and then you you evolve kind of like that (laughs) (laughs) i love that yeah i love that so i think it's it's so fascinating and i we, we we need to make an episode i just had this thought we need to make an episode about like families um in 2024 yes. i'm writing that down. just everything everything about it i i had so much it's such an intense visit but it's mm-hmm. so um it's like so I, it's annoying because i feel like a lot of the things that took place during that trip were the things that i have been imagining would happen for a long time in my head i was thinking about I was preparing for these moments every time when I went home, but they yeah. all didn't happen. And right. then when they all happen, I'm like, okay, well, and then I realized no matter how hard you prepare for that moment, it's not as good as preparing for yourself. Like how I'm going to deal with it. How am I going to deal with it? To deal with the consequence instead of the scenario. Um, mm. the, because the more I prepare, the more anxious I get. Um, and when these moments, no matter if it's that one phone call that you are scared about picking up, or if that's uh, like, I don't know, uh, the, the just this significant moment when, when your families are trying to pass down the torch to you, there must be a conversation of some sort. And when these moments happened, 
what are you going to do? Um, yeah. Like so, focusing on what you're yeah. going to do rather than like focusing on the fact that the day is coming. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because it is coming. Yeah. And then that Which sucks. That yeah, sucks so much. It's that, yeah. that's a sobering moment. Cause it's yeah. like, whoa. But then I like what you said about instead of almost obsessing about the day that's coming and like mm-hmm. dreading it in a way is kind of like take that and said, okay, who do I want to be? How do I want to respond yeah. in that moment? And you know, it's, it sucks because I realize a lot of the, a lot of qualities that I admire from my parents and also from people around me, I, I, I admire, you know, for example, like I love just resilience, you know, elegance, mm. calmness and all of these a lot of those come from, yeah, sure. A lot of people were born naturally like that, but then I realize it, it comes from hardships. It comes from endurance. It comes from like, just, just deal with it. Just because a lot of times you don't you have, have a choice. To. You have yeah. to. You so have to. it comes from hardships and there's no other way around. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a very sobering moment. And, and, um, and that's, that's, that's fun. <laughs> I guess one day looking back, I can say, oh, that was fun yeah yes i think it's like yeah yeah i think you know when when the inevitable when you're facing the inevitable and you're wishing hoping praying for an alternative outcome that's never going to happen you're perpetuating your own suffering and that's something that it's just completely unnecessary to engage in as hard as it is it's going to be easier to do the hard thing than it is to, you know, than it is to be doing the easier thing and making it harder. For sure. Yeah, that's true. So I hate teaching myself a lot of lessons and I think we had enough of me. What about you? (laughs) (laughs) Let's turn the table around. (laughs) Well, I would say I had a trip in 2023 that I really, um, at the beginning of 2023, that was just so refreshing. So nice. My husband and I joined a couple of our friends and went to Hawaii for the first time. Yeah, Hawaii. And it feels like a millennia ago that I went somehow. I don't know why I keep thinking about it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I did go to Hawaii like last year. Well, this year, technically, um, I don't know, like in 2023, I was just thinking towards the end because my parents were asking like, oh, what picture do you want for the Christmas card? And I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. here's this one. And then I'm like, wait a second. Like I went to Hawaii this year. It just Mm -hmm. happened like so soon in the beginning of the year. I went in, I think it was like March, end of March. Um, And it was just such a refreshing, such a healing invitation to come out of survival mode after everything Mm. that the pandemic brought, um, for my husband and I, and it was just a really welcomed reprieve from everything that we had gone through in the past few years. Like we had the highest highs and the lowest lows, um, during the pandemic. And it was nice just to be able to hang out somewhere in the middle for once. And yeah, you guys, you guys been through a lot. Yeah. And it was just nice just to relax and, just have fun and be on a boat and like singing somewhere over the rainbow together. And like, I mean, it was just, it was beautiful. So we started out with that. Um, Mm -hmm. and then one thing I think that was really 
a theme of 2023 for me was just pushing my physical boundaries. Mm. Um, when it comes to my own strength and I'm somebody, I'm very passionate about like, about, uh, I, I don't like to use the term, like I'm passionate about working out. Cause it just, to me, it's mm-hmm. more than working out. It's like, I think whatever I do physically actually exercises me mentally. It's mm-hmm. like, that's yeah. why I do it is I do it to push my mental bounds. I don't do it yeah, for yeah. my physical. Like, of course, the only reason why I work out is so that 90 year old Meg can still do everything she wants to do. Yeah. Like, I don't care about what I look like. I don't care. Like, I just want to be strong to be able to yeah. literally like, you know, walk. get up, walk, get off the toilet, like do all yeah. these things like you for know? your own dignity, for my own dignity. And yes, exactly. So, um, I, in June, um, biked the going to the sun road in, oh, wow. um, Glacier national park up in Mon- like I here in Montana. Yeah. Yes. And it was, it's something I've always wanted to do. But when I was younger, I was like, oh my God, that's crazy because I'd grown mm-hmm. up like driving that road and it's insane. Like the mm-hmm. incline is insane. If you start at the base of the road, um, it's like 16, 17 miles up to the top, but oh the God. incline is wild. Like you're gaining like hundreds of feet of elevation, like very quickly. Um, and I mean, there's some parts it's like straight up. So you're going ride a bike or you push a bike at that point. I I rode the bike like the whole time. And like, I stopped when I had to stop. I ate a million cliff bars, um, and bananas and whatever else. And like my husband did it with me too. He'd done it once before. But the thing is, is we actually started, um, over in the little like Apgar village. If people are familiar Mm -hmm. with glacier Apgar village is like one of the little villages in, um, the West side of the park that kind of has like shops and restaurants and all that stuff. Well, we rented our bikes from there and there's construction on the road, like going up to Mm -hmm. going to the sun, like that, the road that goes around the lake and, we, uh, just decided we're just going to ride. We didn't want to wait for this bus that was supposed to come at 9am. We just wanted to get a head start. So we ended up biking like in total that day, just over 46 miles, 46 miles. Yes. Oh and my God. <laughs> it was by far the most physically demanding thing I have done thus far. And it was exhilarating. Like how many hours it took me I think in total, the entire thing took us like six to seven hours. Yeah, I had, that's fair. I'd have to go I was about to say, yeah, I'd have to go back and like, look at the stats, but, um, it was just amazing because when I got done with that, I was like, I just freaking did that. Yeah. And like, no, one's going to talk to me after this. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah, excuse me. And, but then also when I say like, no, one's going to talk to me, what I think I really mean is like, I'm not going to talk to me. Like, cause when I'm thinking about like, oh, well now like the bar is raised. It's like, oh, Mm -hmm. Meg, like you think you can't do that. You just bike the going to the sun road. You can do that. Like you can do. And so I just, and something along those lines too, that really came out for me this year, I was, I started training for, um, a 10 K which is a six mile race. And I did this race at the end of the summer in October and kind of like total summer months are past, but like it kind of ended off like the 
warmer uh, weather season um, mm-hmm. with a bang. So I started with going to the Sun Road and then I ended uh, kind of the summer fallish season um, with running the Great Columbia Crossing, which is the bridge that connects Oregon and Washington. It's the last piece to connect. Um, I'm trying to think of the highway, but all the way from the, I think the border of Mexico, the like San Diego, all the way up to Canada. It's Mm. like the last piece that connects everything in my hometown. Mm -hmm. And it's a bridge, a four mile long bridge. The entire race is six miles. So there's one mile to get to the bridge, four miles on the bridge and one mile off. So I started training for this race. And if you know, um, if you remember, I, dislocated my left kneecap. I do remember that prior. Yes. So when I biked the going to the sun road, I had just barely finished my physical therapy, but I told myself, I'm going to do this. Like I, this is the goal. I'm going to do it. I can do this and I'm going Mm -hmm. to. So I did that. And then I started training for this race. I trained, I it's the first race. Like I ran cross country and track in high school, but this is the first race that I actually like truly like put my head down and trained for. Mm. And I'm so proud, proud of myself because I stuck with it. And I would just, I became a runner that I've never been before. Like I've always like, how so I just felt strong and capable and consistent is mm. I think is the biggest part of that. And so there when was you this... say you train for it, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but when you say that you train for it, what did you do different this time in comparison? What does that entail? And cause you always, you've always been a runner. How did mm-hmm. this different from all the races that you've done before? I had a plan. Mm-hmm. I had a, I had a plan of, okay, here's, here's what's happening each Mm. week. Like Mm -hmm. here, here's the type of run I'm going to do. I'm doing intervals on Monday. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a 45 minute long run on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I'm doing, you know, and that's like, I, so I had a plan of what each week, each week for two months was accounted for when it came Mm -hmm. to how much running I was doing, what kind of running workout I was going to achieve and accomplish. And Um, that was a really big deal because, um, less than a year before that, when in in the part of my physical therapy, when I had to, I, I had to learn how to walk again properly. And then, um, the next step was to run again. Mm. And the day I was supposed to run, I couldn't do it. Mm. I literally could not run. And, um, and when was that? that was had to have been somewhere in like the fall Mm -hmm. of 2022 so before i saw you yes yes and like when i saw you in 2022 i had just barely started like getting like trusting it enough to run right it wasn't yeah but i still i hadn't like i couldn't run more than like i don't know a couple like I, straight stretches, like I would yeah. say. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I figured it out. Like I got back to running eventually, like it started with just running those straight stretches. And then eventually I got to the treadmill and I remember my mm-hmm. first treadmill run. I was like, okay, like I'm back. I'm going to do mm-hmm. this. And so when I started training, I would just, I'd just be running on the treadmill and 
doing the workout that I needed to do. Shout out to Peloton for uh, <laughs> giving me um, the inspiration and guidance and workouts to do all of this. Mm. But um, I started running and then one day I was like in the middle of a really hard run and all of a sudden like the words I can do it came out mm-hmm. of my mouth. Like I didn't, I didn't like consciously say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just kept happening. Like I can do it. I can do it. And then all of a sudden, like that kept, that kept getting followed up with, I can do anything. I can do it. Mm-hmm. I can do anything. And I just kept saying that over and over and over again. Like it just kept coming out and like, it has changed me. I got to the mm-hmm. race. Mm-hmm. I finished that race with a 1035 pace per mile oh my God. and finish it in an hour and five minutes, which I would have never imagined possible. Like I used to, I used to work that race when I was on the cross country team. Oh my God. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, there is no way I could ever do that. Like, you know, and I got in that race, like the beginning of the race, I started crying Mm -hmm. because I, my playlist came on and it was just such an emotional thing. Cause I thought about like where I was like a year ago Mm -hmm. and it was definitely not running. So I just, I just got there and I had visualized this race so many times in my mind, mm-hmm. like the playlist. I was like, okay, by this song, I'm going to start going in, on, gonna be on the incline. Yeah. yeah. Like this is where I'm going. And so I just, I got there and like every mile just kept ticking off. And I was like, I got yeah. this. I got this. I kept checking my pace. Like I, and I ran it with my sister too. Like, and mm-hmm. her and I have a really special bond over running because mm-hmm. we went out for the cross country team together. Mm-hmm. And so I told myself, and then I told her that my first race back from this injury, I'm going to run it with her. And mm-hmm. I didn't know like what race, but it ended up being this race. And it was with her and I just, I can't even begin to describe to you. I have, I've been meaning for so long to like write about this race, Mm -hmm. um, on field notes. I just, it's still marinating inside of me right now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it happened in October. It's like almost four months ago, but I don't know. It just, it just changed me. And I remember getting, I, I came down, like I was in the last mile Yeah, and I look over And I see my mom and my grandparents, they came to watch Mm -hmm. and they were cheering and I was just, just chills. And then I got to, I could see the finish line. And the second I had the finish line in sight, Pink's I am here. Mm -hmm. The song came Mm -hmm. over on my playlist and I was like, oh my God, like, just lay me down now. Like this is the most amazing moment. So I would just say like 2023 was just like the highlight I think was like really like just pushing my boundaries physically to push my boundaries mentally and to, to rebuild that resilience outside Mm -hmm. of survival mode. Because I think what was happening for me is during the pandemic, like I'm a very resilient person and during the pandemic, like I was like, oh, we need some resilience in here. Like I've got that, like I've got that covered, but it came from, it came from such a place of survival. Right. And this time I think, and I'm just realizing this as I'm talking to you, like these really intense, like physical feats that I accomplished in 2023 is me taking my own power back and saying, I am resilient, Mm -hmm. but I also get to choose like I can do this outside of survival mode. Like I don't Mm -hmm. need 
I am now in my revival mode and, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm excited to continue in 2024 too, is just to continue to be in revival mode instead of survival mode. And Yeah. yeah, it's just, I don't know. So I, so now I'm doing, I'm going to bike the, going to the sun road every single year. And I'm going to run that race every single year. Like no matter what mm. happens in my life, like those are going to be like my touch points that I always come back to like yeah. in the summertime. And I'm just super, super excited about that. So that's, that is those so are amazing. a couple highlights, but I could go on about other things, but, but no I remember need. you said that, um, your ultimate dream is to run the New York marathon. Yes. Oh my God. I love that you remember that. Yeah. I'm glad I spoke that to you too. Yeah. Because like I put that out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, now, now, now it's out there. Now Now I have to do it. Now you have to do it. So all the raises will be accredited to accumulating the credits for one day that you will be eligible for the, for the new marathon. I I will be here. I'll be here cheering you on. (laughs) You know, I've been thinking about that a lot and yeah. I think in my mind, like I am ready to develop a plan for that. Like I'm in the place where I'm like actively like, okay, like it's time to stop talking about it now and to start moving towards that. And that I'm probably just going to cry the whole way to the finish line (laughs) because it's just like holy but that's something i've always wanted to do and i've always said i want my first marathon to be the new york city marathon yeah oh it has to be now a thousand people have heard that or more yeah so now i'm super accountable to yeah (laughs) this dream yes but yes that's that's amazing i i because i i remember the the image of you wearing the knee brace and we're trying to hide it uh yeah. from like the skirts that you were wearing it just feels like yesterday so it, it really so does yeah I was like can you see it <laughs> yeah you're like can you see it from this angle <laughs> I'm like, nope. it's okay nobody nobody's gonna care nobody saw but it yeah nobody saw it yeah that was so fun though and mm-hmm. um I was never a person who's good at running and but then I started doing it and when I realized because I was a person who was bad at running and I was always the last one in the me entire too. group always yes no me way too. really yes you I were was always... tra- how did you end up in the track and field team when you're the last one because I was somebody has to be the last one <laughs> so, so you me. were the, you were the last one in a bunch of good people like I'm very different <laughs> yeah no like I think I mean you have a point but also I was not very serious like I was always the last one and like, oh. I think that's why this is always, this is, I th- I think that's why, like, especially this past year and like getting serious about running has really changed me because yeah. I was, I always considered myself like, oh, I'm always going to be the last one. Yeah. And like, I mean, I have the stats. I like, cannot stop thinking about this race, but like, I had the stats, like 3000 people ran this race. My mm. overall place that's in this race is a lot of people. And my overall place in this race is 486 oh my god if you Top had t- last place meg in high school you couldn't have told her that 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 she could do yeah that. but I, yeah. I hear you yeah so no, it was so funny because i it was very empowering because what i realized is now uh 
I could not, I could never finish a whole thing when I was in high school or even in middle school when, when we were running. Cause for some reason running, it's the only thing that we did. Um, another thing is volleyball, which is super random as well. But, um, <laughs> I, just, I don't know why, why these two are the chosen ones, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but then I realized I can run. It's not about, it's about speed, of course, at the end of the day. But then when I realized I could finish a distance with the speed that can still fill me, if I yeah. run the same, that can still fill me for the 800 meters, like if I run, because 800 meters were the amount that we have to run for the, uh, for the exam. Okay. I did 800 meters that. too. Yeah. Oh God. It's so annoying. That's the, it's the but worst race. Yeah. It's the worst one. But then the thing is I was the, the speed that I'm running in right now it's still going to be a failure speed if i run 800 meters however the 800 meters me can never finish the amount of distance that i do today and that is very empowering because it's not yes. about how fast you run it's about how long how consistent you can run at the yes. end of the day it's about just you, you just need to finish it and of course yes. the faster the better but then it's the same speed that i use and it, it, the war even worse than the speed that i used before and and I was like, oh, it's okay. You know, there are so many ways that you can not even finish just to, to be in the race. Um, there are so many ways that you can be good at one thing. You can either be really fast or you can be really consistent or you can be both. And eventually you figure out a way that is comfortable for you. And then it's not about a race. It's about just what you're most comfortable with. And mm -hmm. that is um, really fun. And, yeah. and I hate to say it because I hate it every time before I do it. But, <laughs> but, um, but then you just, you do it and it's the yeah. best feeling in the world. I, yeah. my, my cross country coach in high school was one of the in, most influential people of my like younger years. And she told me something when I was running, she said, just don't stop. You can yeah. slow down. Yeah. You can, you can go so slow. You're almost walking, but don't stop. And yeah. I also think like there's an important, like, it's almost a metaphor. There's an appropriate speed for every distance. Yep. Like you're never going to run your 10 K at your 800 meter pace. Like it's just not yeah. appropriate. I mean, unless you're like Usain Bolt and you can just do whatever you want. Cause you can run as fast as humanly possible, then go for it. But I think when it comes to there's a larger message, like a metaphor there. It's like they're appropriate, uh, an appropriate speed for every distance. Ooh, I like. And when you think about like, there's an appropriate, I don't know, fill in the blank for being a, like having a podcast. There's yeah. a, like, and there's an appropriate, I don't know. There's I'm a thinking about this way to start a new year. Yeah. And there's an appropriate way to approach your year too. Like, I think yeah. one thing that I think it's so interesting, I I've spent the last few new years kind of observing people like just in the new year, like I see, yeah. and I, I think we all have the best intentions. Like when we come into the new year yeah. and everybody's like, yeah, I'm going to like eat right. I'm going to go to the oh, gym God. every day. I'm going to, and I'm like all the things that I'm just like, F that, like, mm -hmm. that's not realistic because that's trying to run the 10 K at the 800 meter pace. Yeah, I know. That's so true. And that's not 
it. Like you're not- also the fact that you woke up and then the next day you just decided that you're a different person. Yes, you could for like a day, but then for a day, and it do- it doesn't work because mm-hmm. because what happens when you when you run when you try to run the 10k at the 800 meter pace, you are gonna burn out. Like yeah, in the first half mile, if that, like you're not gonna make it. Like, so, um, I don't know. It's just something interesting to think about. And like, I didn't even, I love that that just came from this conversation because yeah, I think one thing I'm telling myself too, like on the first day and on the second day and on the third day and here on the fourth day of the new year, I told, I, I was having like a lot of, I think a lot of, I, I love the week in between Christmas and new year's. I think it's such mm. a sacred time. It's such a time and space don't exist during that week. And it's such a beautiful, yeah. like slow paced time. No one knows what day it is. No one knows what's going on. No one knows what we're supposed to be doing. And I love that. And for some reason this year, I had just the most overwhelming anxiety during that time mm. where I was just like, literally, I don't know what was going on. Like I, I couldn't even like I don't even know how to describe it. I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm moving out of that now, which is so great and refreshing, but it just like really threw me through a loop. And I realized on new year's day that I have, I'm trying to do everything at the exact same time, like Mm. in the beginning of the new year, like, Oh, I need to, I need to do this and I need to do that. And I need to have this done. And and it's like, yeah take it yeah. one day at a time, girl. Like yeah. I had to tell myself, that. <laughs> like, yeah, what no. are, what are we trying to accomplish? What, what are we trying to win? You know? Yeah, no, I, it was so funny because that was me before. Cause I, I love just like planning and writing things down and then like writing my journals and then to plan out everything to follow it. But mm-hmm. then I had the biggest cramp and I had the mm. biggest, like, it just really painful. And what happened is I didn't touch my planner before the new year. Uh, I did oh. it like yesterday. I didn't plan anything. I, I didn't do anything because, and I had that anxiety like, okay, what 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 should I do <laughs> now? Like all the plan doesn't exist or anything. But then I realized, wait, the biggest changes that I have throughout the past few years, the positive ones, um, happened not on the specific day that I can think of. It, it, it went from a decision and it's almost poetic about it. It's just one day that I decided to do it. It can be not uh, a Monday. It could be a Wednesday. It could, it could be like yes. a weekend. It doesn't have to be Sunday. It could be any day. It could be any moment. I just made a decision and that's where I started. And it so, could be any month. It could be too. any month, any moment. And there's, yeah, sure. There's a significance about the new year. And what's significant about it is that it's a break. <laughs> so, um, so that is. And I just looking back, I was like, okay, I made a decision that I'm going to be like this, this, and this, that these are the things I'm going to do. And that's a decision I made and I'm going to stick to it. I and that's it. That. And like, oh. I don't want to do like a lot of the, the planning, the old app. I still have a planner. I still write things, but it's not because I try to plan. It's more so because I try to cope. Um, so yeah, it's, I, I, and making that decision is so hard, so much harder than right, just planning on making the decision because yeah. I decided already. So. Exactly. 
I love that. Like there doesn't have to be like a specific day that decision was made. And like, if you think about it, like, I love what you just said, because we go through our years making these tiny little decisions every single day that equate to something. And I think if you really want something, if you're, if your mind, body, and soul is calling for something and putting it out there, you'll always be making your way towards it. It's just yeah. a matter of time. Yeah. And because subconsciously you're going to be making those tiny decisions in the direction of that thing, whatever it is. Yeah. And yeah, I really love that. Cause that's such a, that's such a statement that just releases you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's almost like, okay, now I decided that I'm going to be good with my money, not better, but good. Like I'm going yeah. to look at it. Now I just, I decided it. I'm, I'm just gonna, you know, well, reality is if i don't decide it for myself now some other people will decide it for me and that might not be the person that i like (laughs) i love that i love that and no one cares about something that's yours as much as you do you know yeah and so you have to be the one they will care for a different reason because they wanted to be theirs (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) so you got to watch out for the little sneaky sneaks on the sidelines yeah yeah so not like you know family and friends but then that's it um and yeah so i'm really i think that is what when we say focus on action focus on how to deal with it instead of planning on dealing with it it's all about that and it sounds like a lesson but it really you know another thing i realized is that i i I realized i start growing into the adult that it's so annoying because you you always tell kids are like oh you will get it and then the reality is nobody will really get it until you have similar experience and then i know exactly yeah. what you're talking about but then when people before they had those experiences really hard to to relate to so right. i try another thing is i try not to be that adult because <laughs> i started going home and then i see all these kids that are so young um and i'm like okay do not say things <laughs> that will make kids hate you yeah like don't be the person that you hated as a kid (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it's hard (laughs) but also don't be the kid but don't be the kid yeah (laughs) so figure that one out yeah oh yeah yeah well to wrap this up (laughs) yes 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 what are you looking forward to in 2024 um i'm looking forward to bringing the people I love back to China properly. I love this time. that. I love that. I look forward to assuming responsibilities as an adult, no matter what that means. I look forward to being consistent with, uh, with myself and also be positive. I, I'm very cynical, as you, may, you might have to tell have told and I'm very funny because I'm cynical I found myself very funny because like how you are um, funny yes no, thank you <laughs> but <You're> welcome <laughs> I found that it's so much easier to be cynical mm. and I don't want to relate to the bad things anymore mm, um yes. I don't need to feel because I heard you know what I heard I heard one thing that is really inspiring if it's true, it's not bragging. So <laughs> love that. 
so coming from a culture where I'm from, I was told to be humble and to be modest all the time. Um, so I started doubting if I if I'm worth a lot of the things that I have or where I'm about to pursue. And then you found you found humor during the process. And I I found cynicism, being cynical, really refreshing sometimes. But I realized it's not doing any good to me if I bring it too far. Um, And I don't want to relate to people who have bad experiences because bad experiences can echo with a lot of bad experiences, but good experiences do not because that's very rare and you will get hate for it because of that. And especially during the current social environment. Um, So I think I, I, I will try to be more positive. I look forward to being more positive because I want to do the hard thing for myself um mm. so that's that uh and and i think that would be it for now that's hey that's more than enough to work yeah, yeah. so i look was forward thinking to. about it while, while i'm like oh yeah maybe like that <laughs> yes oh. yes but yeah you i love that well i am looking forward to actually for most of the month of February, I am going back to China. And Which is book tickets. Yeah, tickets are booked. Oh, and nice. we're going for like three weeks, so most of February. Uh-huh. And we're going to be there during Lunar New Year, Chinese New Year, which I have never been in China during that time. And I've always wanted to be in China during that time. Are you going to go to villages? Uh, I have no idea what we're doing. It's always a surprise when I go, um, which is the best. Um, But I am so looking forward to that. It has been something that I've been looking forward to for the past almost five years because the last time I have a decade ago was the last time I was in China, which is crazy. Um, And the entire past five years and majority of the past four of the five years have always been working to get back to China, figure out somehow, some way. And I have not been able to go until now because of visa cancellations, because of obviously the state of the world that led to the visa cancellations. And now being able to go back and know that I'm going back and to be able to have that time Mm -hmm. feels like there's no such thing as normal, but it feels like a sense of normalcy is restored Mm -hmm. and we can finally get back on track 100 Mm percent um after the past few years like the turmoil of the pandemic and so i am really looking forward to that the only thing that's going to be missing is you of course (laughs) i know (laughs) um but i i'm i'm hopeful that at some point in 2024 yeah you and i will find each other yeah in china together Yes. Yeah. Or somewhere China, else. Somewhere. I don't know. It's always in else. the most random of spots, you yeah. know, like, yeah, it's there just hilarious. Yes. Always. So I'm really yeah. looking forward to that. Um, there's something that I've been doing mm-hmm. for most of my life that I realized I've been doing and I'm looking forward to not doing it this year. Um, and that thing is, and I've been talking a lot about this with my husband, so super vulnerable thing, but I do this thing where I dumb myself down to make others feel good about themselves. Mm -hmm. 
and yeah. I'm not doing it anymore. It's really hard to not do it because I think why I do it is like, yeah, I think why I do it is to make people feel comfortable, comfortable, confident, play into the role. And I just like, oh, I'll just assume this role so you can feel all those things. And then while I'm assuming that role, I feel like shit and mm. I'm not doing it anymore. Um, I think I really struggled with this towards the end of the year because I noticed myself doing it a lot mm-hmm. and I'm just not going to do it anymore. Like I, I, the thing is though, I've never felt like I've done it with you, which yeah. I feel like really happy about. You like, know I, why? Why? You know why? Because I do this thing too. Now that you mentioned, I do the opposite. I pretend I know things I don't. Ah, I love it. <laughs> See, um, that's then a that, better. It's not a bad thing. Like it's just it's not. It's just who I am because I try to be in the adults' room. Like yes, and then yes, and then you have this imposter syndrome. Sometimes it's not even imposter syndrome. Sometimes it's just because you really like are not supposed to. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but that's my way of learning. I, I mm. like I started learning about things because of that. But I think uh, me doing that might make you do feel comfortable just to be you as a person. So I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also feel like you're never judging me. No. You know what I mean? Who like, am I, to and- judge? <laughs> I, I don't know. Because that's another thing I feel like I, I'm, I'm realizing nice. you are. <laughs> You are. Well, the thing is, you are, you're kind, which is even better than nice. So, so Um, (laughs) yes, but it's so true. And I just think like, I don't know, like that's, that's one thing, like the dumbing myself down, I'm not going to do that anymore. And if you're listening to this and you know, I've been doing that with you, just embrace my not doing that anymore because I'm not doing it anymore. And if you Mm -hmm. don't like that, I'm not going to do it anymore because it doesn't make you feel very good. I don't have any looking words. Like, at least some people are pretending to be dumb. Some people are not pretending. Uh, I just, I, I can't do it anymore. Some people it's, are just are. It's hurting me. <laughs> yeah. And I also struggle with this feeling of constantly feeling like I'm, people are judging me, which is a very personal internal thing that I'm working oh, through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, yeah, I, I know what you mean. But yeah, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to think that anymore, which ties mm-hmm. into what you were saying of just, mm-hmm. I have a tendency, even though I'm very bubbly and um, seemingly positive, like seemingly ranch, um, mm-hmm. catch my Taylor Swift reference. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, I do have a tendency to resort to the worst thing that could happen, like mm-hmm. the worst case scenario. I also have a tendency to like not think positively, like, okay, for example, if I'm going to enter into a room full of new people that I've never met before, I don't know, like the instant default thought is like, oh, they're probably not going to like me. Like, mm-hmm. but I don't need to think that way anymore. Like I need to mm-hmm. just go in with the best mindset, like not toxic mm-hmm. positivity. Cause that's a whole beast that I don't want to touch, but <laughs> it's like, just, I don't know, giving I don't even know. I don't, I want to say like giving everything the benefit of the doubt. Like what mm-hmm. if it works out? What if it's amazing? Yeah. But I think it's also just like, I think talking kinder to myself between mm-hmm. my two ears. And I think that that's yeah. something I'm looking I think forward that's also to. What we're, that's, that sounds like something that both of us need to do. Yeah. Well, we can, we're both doing it. So we're both doing it. 
Yes. Yeah. But one thing yeah. I know yes. we're about to go. It's been a long one, but it's been a good one. And I'm so happy that like, this is honestly, this episode that we do at the beginning of each year is a ritual for me. I love and, it. and I it's love fun. it because like, it's a time capsule going back, but it's also like a way to reset and reconnect with every, with everyone. And, and yeah people who have been here since the beginning and people who just got here and it's really mm -hmm. exciting. And so one thing, mm -hmm. and I have not talked with you about this before we got on here, but, um, one thing that I would like to do, mm. um, with each episode that we do this year is I have this book I found years ago mm -hmm. that like, I just picked it up and I love it. It's like all these like questions, amazing questions in here that really spark very thought provoking, interesting conversations. Mm -hmm. And it says it's meant to spark thought provoking, uh, interesting questions with people who I have to find this. Um, 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 it's okay. We I can cut this part. People, people that matter. <laughs> Okay. It's okay. We don't have to cut that. Like just yeah. people who are important and who you care about. And I really care about you. I really care about yeah. everyone. And I would love to ask a question every single episode. Like that's how yeah. we sign off. Okay. And okay, okay. I want it. So what I want to do is either you and I can answer this question on the spot, or mm -hmm. we can wait till the beginning of the next episode to answer the question. Okay. And then anybody I, who's, oh, go yeah. ahead. No, no, no. Keep going. Sorry. And then anybody who's listening, when I ask the question, like if you want to write in and share your answer with us, mm -hmm. I think that'd be really fun. If you don't really and want to keep it to yourself and you just want to like use these questions as a way to like think about things in your own world internally yeah. and not share that with somebody, that's cool too. But I just love like a good thought provoking question. So that's fun. Yeah. We can decide, do we want to answer it on the spot or do we want to wait till the beginning of the next episode? I think for us, we answer it on the spot. Okay. Like I think and for speaker, we also answer it on the spot. Like yes. that's how the conversation okay. started, right? Okay. Yep. Come on. Okay. So here goes. So the first question I have of 2024 is what could you achieve in life if you decided to become totally and blissfully impervious to hostile criticism and rejection? That's a lot of big words. Um, so basically what would you achieve if you weren't like worry, if you didn't care about criticism or rejection? Oh, mm. what could I have achieved? What I, could you I, achieve? What could I achieve? And it could anything. be anything. 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 Is that your answer? I love that. Yeah. I mean, uh, I love that. I, I'm not a lot of things. I think I care, but it never stopped me. And I want our answer to be short. Um, yep. But it has the short to be like answer a, is, yeah. if I'm scared of that, I do. I care way too much sometimes mm -hmm. to the point where it's stopping me from growing up. That's going back to the whole conversation mm. we just had. Yes. But at the end of the day, I still do it. And just knowing that I will still do it, like, for example, this this podcast when everyone has a podcast um, I know right <laughs> yeah if I care I wouldn't have done it so right yeah there oh, I love that I love that what about you I think and I know this about myself I think I could play it way bigger in my career than I currently am mm. um, okay I love that I love that answer very realistic that's so you I love it 
I, yeah, like I, I just, I think about that. I've been thinking about that. We'll see if I take any action on that. But I also think like in terms of being a writer, I could, I think I could become even more unhinged and wild with my writing. Like I could, I could unrestrict my creativity even further. Yeah. And yeah, you definitely could. So I think that's, that's what I could do. If my I last wasn't afraid of that for you as a gift to end oh. this question and to end this episode, I never hope it happened to you in real life, but I read it somewhere that when you write, when you create, write like an orphan. Wait, go on. What does that mean? It means write like an orphan. Just, just don't care. You have nobody in your life that you care. I love that. I like re- no one there's no one that exists yeah Ooh. okay yeah, thank you for that gift yeah you know what almost live like i like take that to the next level live like i mean that's not right we shouldn't say no, that no 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 I, I that's I why i said it. it's that. like it's a gift but it's never really i i hope it never happened to anyone no in real life no 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 yeah but, you know oh god i almost that's the yeah. only way to to, to write to create, to write, yeah. but um, but then again, that's a give and take, right? There's prices to all that. Yeah, there is, there is. Mm-hmm. And then I say, what? I forget what famous writer said this, but if you wanted somebody to write kindly about you, you should have behaved better. That's yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's a- <laughs> Damn, vicious. Okay. So uh, no, but. Anyways, no, I really like that though, because I think sometimes I do hold myself back. And I think Mm -hmm. sometimes in essence with this podcast, sometimes you and I hold ourselves back all the time because yeah. So that's just, that's just again, because we're nice, but, um, but then again, like, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll figure it out. The lines and all that kind of stuff. Um, no holding back 2024. Here we are. (laughs) <laughs> we're doing yes. it yeah well thank you so much i thank will you. talk to you further talk to you next, next time thanks everyone yep. we'll see you next time and don't forget to uh tell us your answer to the question if oh, you yes. decide to share that with us if you don't decide to share with us that's fine talk about it with your friend or no one um we'll see you next time thank you so much for listening We'd love for you to join in on the conversation. If you haven't already, please rate and review this podcast. You can also connect with us on Instagram at spark underscore podcast and Facebook at the spark podcast with Megan Amy, or send us an email at hellosparkpodcast at gmail.com. And wherever you may be listening from, we hope you have the courage to be the spark.